Welcome back to Sporting Goss. We're talking soccer, football, world game with the owner of the Perth Glory, Tony Sage, who's been kind enough to join us on SENWA. You're making headlines, Sagey. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Goss. Yeah, look, uh, innocent comment seems to have uh, uh, got out of hand. Uh, Popper and I are fine, but uh, uh, the rest of the world doesn't seem to think so. <laughs> have you touched base with him? Now, we're talking about well, the article in this paper today is basically has got a thread of your conversation, a private conversation, I would have thought, with a fan, and you, you would know who the fan was. You'd probably be pretty disappointed with them for making it public, saying that you said that uh, some of the players hated him, as in Tony Popovich. Um, you also talked about um, surprised um, he did not go to Popovich in regards to Chris Economides. He said that most of the players hated Popper. Um, can you confirm or deny the conversation initially took place and, and the context in which it was um, had uh, well, I 100% deny that the context that he's, uh, the thread that he's put out um, was in order, uh, number one. We were talking generally about um, uh, players uh, leaving and why they leave. And, I, and the comment came up is, I know from 14 years being an owner, virtually all the players that uh, have come at one point hated their coach. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to uh, Ian Ferguson that I've had, uh, Kenny Lowe, Alistair Edwards, because they played them instead of other uh, players. So yeah. they were disgruntled, if you like. And that was the conversation we were having. And he's taken comments out of that. One of the comments, well, even Popper, because he won a title. I said, even Popper. And you, so, so you saw the th- part of the thread. So, yeah, you can take it out of context, but uh, in context is players do not like their managers if they don't get played, yeah. and that was the point I was trying to make. And, um, you know, so, so yeah, I did say it, and uh, but it, it was taken out of context. Okay, so before we move on to a couple of other issues, I want to say, what is you talked about you op- in your opening comments here, Tony Sage, our guest, the owner of the Perth Club, you said that you and Popper are fine. One, were you fine? Two, was he your first choice to replace Kenny Lowe? And three, have you touched base with him after these headlines have come come to uh, come to light? Yes, I have touched base with him. Go to the last one first. Uh, we're fine, uh, absolutely fine. He understands how people get things the wrong way, especially a disgruntled fan as well. I mean, uh, the fan obviously loves uh, uh, Chris Economides and he was upset he was gone. Um, so, uh, so that was uh, the point. Um, Yes, Popper was uh, first choice. I mean, Jacob Burns and I interviewed him in Sydney two months um, prior to his appointment, and uh, it took a long time because there were other candidates in the mix. Uh, and uh, what was the first one? Um, uh, the, the, yeah, the, the, the bottom line is that, um, yeah, you're, you're, you've spoken to him, your relationship yeah. With, yeah. with Popper. But it just said, I'm just reading the article this morning by Nick Taylor. It says... Popovich was not Sage's choice to succeed Kenny Lowe. You preferred Robbie Fowler, but were persuaded to opt for Popovich at them by Peter Philopoulos and Jake Burns. Correct or not? No, that's incorrect. Uh, uh, Robbie uh, and I go back a long way. As you know, he played here. We mm-hmm. became very close friends. Uh, so, yeah, he was in the mix. Uh, didn't have to be persuaded uh, at all. I mean, uh, uh, you do your due diligence, though. So I rang up... Uh, um, Peter, Paul Lederer, the owner of uh, Western Sydney, when he left there. And uh, I just wanted to know the details of his sudden departure. That was the only thing that uh, concerned me, if a, another offer came from Europe, he might, uh, he might go immediately. 
So that was my only concern. So, yeah, I did relay those concerns to Peter Philopoulos uh, and to uh, Jacob Burns. But uh, once uh, I had spoken to Paul Ledra um, uh, about his coaching ability, etc., he said, Tony, even if you get two years out of him, you're doing fantastic for your club. And that was enough for me to uh, make my decision. And won the Premier's plate under his reign, which is obviously yeah. justifies that performance. Uh, just a couple of things on Tony. This is not so much about Tony Popovich, but as the owner and a man who has basically kept the club afloat and you've done so much for the world game in Australia and the like, can I just – I'm going to put it to you. Were you miffed and surprised that Tony Popovich's boys played in the first team? And did you think, or at any stage, did you question their selection? No, I never did question their selection. I leave uh, all the football, despite all the rumours and everything, I leave the football department to the football department. Um, I had this same situation, as you quite remember, (laughs) two coaches previously with Alistair Edwards. Um, That was brought to a head by uh, the then captain, Jacob Burns, and we all know what happened there. Um, But uh, no, I don't um, get involved. My personal opinion uh, is, uh, and I'll state it, that I didn't think it was a good idea uh, to to do that, but um, I don't interfere. So once I appoint a manager, he gets who he wants. I give him a budget, though, uh, and he gets who who he wants. And I was surprised, uh, given the um, uh, previous history with Alistair Edwards, that he did uh, bring to the club his two sons. I was surprised, but... um, I had trust in him, and he won us uh, Premier's Plate in his first season. And really, we were only uh, one goal off being in the uh, uh, grand final again. We beat Wellington 1-0 to get to the semi-final, and we, uh, we got beaten. So we could have been in the grand uh, in the grand final two years running. Yeah, and I think we even go further back than Alistair Edwards. We can go back to Steve McMahon. He had the same issue too, didn't he? Didn't his boy play? Yeah, he did. I, I wasn't owner at the time, oh. but uh, yeah, he had the same issue, yes. It's always a bit of an yeah, issue. It, I think that's, it's it, very I think difficult for the manager. 100%, 100% it is. It's an issue at, at, in all sports at all levels, to be brutally honest with you. If, you, if you, your boy or your girl is good enough to play or is... At uh, the, you know, and you're the coach of it. It's a really difficult decision to make. So, will you stop um, your passion, your private passion, and your um, your conversations with people on social media and the like, which is what you've done here? Because judging by what you're telling me, you've been stitched up by this fan who you were having a private conversation with. Have you contacted that fan, so to speak, and will you refrain from such conversations going forward? Yeah, I have contacted that fan. He's very. Um uh, remorseful, but um, he forwarded it to someone else who jumbled the um, uh, the, the thread, if you yeah, like, a yeah. lot uh, around. So yeah, but uh, yeah, so yeah. Look, you know me, Goss. Over this many years, I'm I'm pretty open. I say what I feel. Um, so will I do that? Look, I'll be more circumspect who <laughs> I have private conversations with on social media. But you know that. You've got to. I'm a passionate guy. You've got to say what you feel, and uh, yeah, it's true. I mean, players do not like coaches at certain points of the time. They might hate them at one point and love them the next when they get picked. You know, I mean, it happens in all sports in every team sport. Not a 100% of the players are like the manager, and that's why so many coaches get sacked over the years. But you know, and and, and it's true for the best coaches in the world too. So you you know Ferguson. I mean, the, the 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 fights that Beckham had with Ferguson. It goes right at the top level. Uh, 
uh, of sport, and that's why some coaches get uh, tipped out because players do revolt. So yeah, it's it's a it's a I can't understand why it's caused any controversy given uh, that it happens so often in sport. Yeah, one point two million dollars for Chris Economides. Obviously. He was looking for a better offer. He was looked like he was out the door to Western Sydney. He's ended up at Melbourne Victory, which you also revealed in that conversation. Could you not afford $1.2 million for Chris Economides, Sagey? Uh, look, I gave a budget to the football department. Uh, they offered him a very, very good sum, especially since we nursed him through 18 months of a, of a knee injury. And now I think I said that out there too, so that might come out, so I'll be open. Uh, I thought there would be a little bit more loyalty given uh, that... Uh, you know, we did nurse him through. We let him go to the Socceroos camp early, which we didn't have to as a club. We could have kept him for those two games, which we drew and lost. Uh, we would have really needed him to make it into the finals this year. So I thought showing all that loyalty, uh, he may have stayed. But look, Chris is a, is a great young man. I mean, uh, I get on really well with Chris on a personal level. Um, but uh, yeah, you, we just can't match that sort of uh, money for uh, someone that's just come out of a knee injury as well. Um, and he could break down uh, again. So, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of money for one player given the budget that we're setting for this financial year. Have you spoken to Chris Economides or had any conversation with him in regards to the loyalty factor? No, no, that's up to the um, football director. I don't talk to players in that regard uh, ever about uh, uh, um, contracts. I mean, that's just not my job and... That's, I, I leave that up to Terry McFlynn, our football director, and uh, Richie Garcia. So, And, of course, the CEO gets involved uh, at the last minute to tidy up the contracts. But, no, I never never did. Um, look, like I said, I get on really well with Chris. I wish him well for the future. Uh, he's going to be a great socceroo as well. So we'll be barracking for him when he plays for Australia. Um, but, uh, yeah, we just couldn't afford him. Who is the young winger striker who's really fast and only 21? Would you like to share that with the uh, audience this morning? Uh, well, <laughs> he's on trial here at the moment. Okay. So we'll, we'll know by Monday if uh, Richie and uh, Terry sign him up. But uh, Where's he come yeah, from, Sagey? Where's he come from? Uh, he was in Adelaide last year and he stitched us up in one game. <laughs> and uh, I think the fans will remember it when we sign him. All right. And we'll look forward to seeing that unfold in the next couple of days or two. Are you happy with your squad? I know you're probably publicly going to say it. And, you know, you're talking about your football department and you don't buy in. You give them a budget and they spend it and hopefully they get what you need. Is there some concern about your squad at the moment or are you you're happy with the build? No, no, happy with the build. Um, we, we do things uh, quite methodically, a uh, lot of GD. So this yeah. um, player that's over from Adelaide now, lucky. Uh, otherwise, uh, yeah. uh, he, he just beat the, the lockdown. Um, so, yeah, so he's here for a week on trial and hopefully um, the, the uh, coaches like him and uh, we can sign him up. But, uh, you know, we've always signed Castro in August uh, every year, so uh, we haven't talked to him yet. He's on holidays uh in Cairns, I think he is at the moment. He doesn't get back to about the second week of August, as usual, uh, with him. So hopefully um, that's a, a re-sign, quite an easy re-sign. Um, yeah, so look, I, I think we've got a couple of Western Australia. We've got a really beauty, as you know, in Brandon O'Neill. Yep. Um, so uh, he'll be a fantastic midfield general uh, to take over from Kilkenny. Um, and um, who else? And Clisby, a very, very good uh, left back. So, yeah, bringing back West Australians, uh, we're going to give a lot of the youth team. We're, we're doing extremely well in the youth team this year. 
uh, in the MPL competition. So we'll give uh, a couple of those kids a chance as well. So, look, we'll have a good, strong squad uh, by the middle of August. Good stuff. Mate, appreciate your time. Always appreciate our chats. You're very candid. You're very honest. And uh, you are a team owner. You've been uh, so much so supportive of this code in WA and Australia as well, mate. It should not go unnoticed. And... Um, from one who loves social media, I'm on a 16-day hiatus from Twitter, mate, and it's the best thing that ever happened. <laughs> no worries, guys. And I think I just friended you on Facebook, so oh, you nice. might see my name there. So just add me. <laughs> oh, mate, oh, mate, I would never knock you back. Good on you, Sage. Appreciate the chat. No worries, buddy. Good on you, mate. There's Tony Sage Bye. from the Perth Glory of the Owner putting setting the record straight on the Sporting Goss.